again, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we're going to dive right in because we have a lot to share and not a ton of time. So in September, you came to our You Perform User Group Annual Summit. And you shared an incredibly inspiring journey that Community Health Network has been on to streamline your IT education over the last few years. Uh, and it was so inspiring that we wanted to give you an opportunity to share the success uh, with a much larger audience. Um, so to dive in, one of the first things that really stood out to me in your presentation was the phrase, be patient, be persistent, and think differently. And that's where I'd love to start. What exactly did that look like for you all as you started down this path of transforming your IT education model at Community Health Network? Thanks, Liz. Well, the improvements that we've made to our IT training and support systems in moving to Uperform, it did not happen overnight. When we're talking about almost 20,000 people, change takes time. That's where the notion of patience comes from. Needing to change systems and structures that impact thousands of caregivers most of whom are focused on caring for patients and not checking email. Um, it took over a year before we really started to see a significant shift in awareness and utilization with Uperform. You've heard failing fast. Well, this was the exact opposite. It took a ton of patience. But being patient really wasn't enough. We had to develop persistence and be a more prominent voice in places where we may have previously been just a whisper. Change can really ruffle feathers, and we disrupted some of our own IT systems and processes. I asked my team to make major, major time investments and look to them to be leaders and advocates, but there was skepticism and really plenty of it. But we'd made the investment, and we knew that shifting our IT and Epic training resources into a more accessible, more user-friendly platform with Uperform, we knew that was best for caregivers. It has continued to require persistence and an ability to focus on the big picture while also seeing and caring about all the details. Some days it feels like we need to be able to see the trees through the forest while also simultaneously, you know, counting each leaf. And in this case, I think persistence is what keeps us navigating through these challenges and patiently moving towards those big picture goals of making learning targeted and useful while also being accessible within the natural flow of work. I mentioned thinking differently, which I know can sound cliche, but I think anyone who has worked or is working in healthcare knows just how hard it is to stay afloat. So while I think most of us know that innovation and change are important and necessary aspects of improving outcomes and caring for patients in an evolving world, finding the time, the motivation, the energy to leave your cow path takes real intentionality. I think it's about finding a delicate balance between understanding the current state and simultaneously looking for every opportunity, big or small, to keep moving in the right direction. And I think that's what we're doing right now. I love that. I especially love what you said. I'm going to reiterate it. You know, patiently moving towards those big picture goals of making learning targeted and useful while being accessible in the flow of work. That is, it, that is such an important strategy. You know, one question that we're always getting is in regard to the leadership buy-in for IT projects. As you looked to ensure that all roads lead to a single source of truth, what did that process to achieve buy-in look like? You know, who were your stakeholders involved and how were you able to get all boats rowing together? Having you perform and being able to make the investment in growing our support system for caregivers is the foundational support that we needed from our executive leaders here at Community, like Dr. McGill, our Chief Transformation Officer, Rick Koppel, our Chief Information Officer, 
Jackson Payne, our VP of IT operations, are just some of the leaders who have enabled us to have a budget for a solution that really has become woven into the fabric of how we support caregivers. I mentioned earlier that our transition to centralizing our IT training and support resources into Uperform disrupted some of our own systems. At least temporarily, we traded a system and processes that worked really well for IT in exchange for a solution that prioritized the needs of caregivers. And that required a ton of coordination and technical support from other teams in IT, like our desktop and our server teams. Since then, we've been really fortunate to leverage some API add-ons with Uperform that keep our systems connected, which in turn keeps us from having to work in silos. The way we've been able to integrate Uperform within our existing IT systems here at Community has proven invaluable for our relationship with our IT colleagues. Our partners in informatics and our site support analyst team have really been tremendous partners throughout our journey with Uperform. And I've seen our service center analysts, our Epic and ERP analysts also really embrace Uperform as that source of truth. I think it is in large part, um, goes back to the points about being patient and being persistent. Taking time to explain the why, helping people to understand the value of a system like Uperform, and meeting them in ways and in places that help them to generate their own answer to the question that we subconsciously ask ourselves all the time, which is, you know, what's in it for me? The more we can foster a culture of self-service and provide learning within the flow of work, that brings value to people. Caregiver time is our most precious resource that we have and shifting towards a culture of making IT training resources easily accessible and digestible is a really imperative element that we're striving for. That's fantastic. You know, it it really does make a big difference when you have that, um, you know, top level, C-level leadership understanding the importance of a really strong strategy, not just for one IT solution, you know, not just for an EHR, but as you mentioned, for your ERP and, and other, other pieces of your, you know, your tech stack. Really, I, I love that, that source of truth. And, and you're so you're so right that that time, that caregiver time really is the most precious resource. And so the ability to create such a great support system is, is fantastic. In my previous work with class research and their Arch Collaborative, uh, working directly with health systems to improve the HR satisfaction, one of the biggest challenges systems were trying to overcome was just training adoption. You know, and I, I'm sure you guys have had this struggle as well, but I would work with leaders who would bemoan the difficulties of getting clinicians to actually utilize the training that was available. And so one of the most inspiring achievements that you all shared with us uh, was your training content adoption. You know, with approximately 90% of your end users utilizing your Knowledge Plus library in, in one way, shape or form, you know, how have you been able to achieve such great results? Uh, I was a little cliche earlier, you know, when I mentioned thinking differently, and I'll give you another one here. Uh, it's slow and steady, absolutely slow and steady. Um, I mentioned that we invested about a year before we saw any real noticeable changes in utilization with Uperform. But in that time, we didn't just sit back and wait for that change to happen. We were champions for that work, almost like running a continuous campaign for Uperform to raise awareness with caregivers. It also required us to take some risks and to really step out of our comfort zones, which led to us taking on some different kinds of work and developing different types of training, working with different subject matter experts and being a collaborative partner in the development and delivery of training and support. There are multiple ways that caregivers can get to you perform. 
my favorite of which is, you know, from directly within Epic, button in the top right-hand corner of the screen. But we also have links integrated within a number of specific workspaces like Nursing Admission Navigator, ED Narrators, and we also have an F1 dashboard in Epic. But we're also accessible from just a bookmarked URL or from our tools kit, our toolkit on our internet site. And our additional API ensures that training and support services appear in other relevant locations where people might go to look for training and support. So we've got some great utilization data, but I do think that there's so much more that we could be doing. Um, right now, a lot of caregivers access our instance of UPerform because they have to. Um, and e-learning is assigned or it's included in their new hire training or in some way they're kind of being led there. But as we continue to build that culture of self-service, I look forward to our data also showing great interaction with content that was taken as a pull rather than a push. You know, we've opened the door for caregivers and operational partners to make requests and to tell us what they need. And we have seen a huge influx in our development work in the last year or so as a result of that. So I'm also looking forward to the future knowing that more of what we do will be developed because caregivers and leaders ask for it and not just because of something we in IT initiated ourselves. Our CIO, Rick Koppel, has shared that one of the strengths of our IT department is the ability to see across the whole business, across all lines of service. And I'm really looking forward to how we can leverage our unique position to identify training and development needs to more proactively and more strategically support caregivers and patients. That's fantastic. You just mentioned something that, that just shifted for me just in the last few days. Uh, earlier last week, we spent some time doing a, a deep dive into some data with class research, and they shared with us that actually health systems who truly require ongoing training are 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 the exception, not the rule. As as of as of currently, you know, in today's in today's environment. So even though you feel like, oh well, you know, we're the ones assigning, and it's more of a, a push you're still ahead of the curve where that comes from, you know, in a, in a day and age where training seems to be one of the budgets that's first to be cut. I really have to applaud everyone there, you know, at community health network for understanding and seeing the strategic need of ongoing trainings. I, I think it's fantastic. You know, community health network has created an exceptional communication model that you have shared with us. I'd love for you to dive into what communication strategies CHN is utilizing when it comes to epic upgrades, new content availability, and just overall change management. Well, thank you for those comments. Yeah, I'm I'm really, truly thankful to have such a great team. They are truly experts in their own applications, and we work alongside so many knowledgeable and talented colleagues. It's a huge factor, I think, in what we're ultimately able to do and what we're able to deliver. Um, I'm also really thankful for some of our most difficult projects and our most problematic implementations. Uh, those moments where the work felt impossible or challenged us, you know, we came out with the ability to see different strategies and see new opportunities that we hadn't seen before. But in the end, time and time again, it's because of the incredible collaboration that happens behind the scenes that we have greater success and greater communication efforts because of that collaboration. It's a lot of work by a lot of people and never a one-size-fits-all or singular approach. It's generally strategic and multifaceted. And our partner in the Office of Change Management is really so integral. 
And what you performance provided is that common thread, the source of truth, a, a central location. So whether it's two or 20 different communication strategies being deployed, all those channels, all those roads, all lead back to you perform. We've had a lot of success by leaning into a diverse portfolio of communication strategies, most of which are nothing new or earth shattering. Getting caregivers into Uperform has felt like sowing a million seeds. You know, where we used to send PDFs and attachments, now we send links to Uperform. Where we used to print flyers and potty posters, well, we still do that. We just include a QR code or directions on how to get to Uperform. We rely heavily on newsletters and recurring communications that are owned by other teams. We've explored new channels this year, like uh, communication featured directly within Uperform as well as a strategic use of broadcast messages within Epic. More powerful though, than all of those different channels is just the power of the people and word of mouth. It, it does take time though, but with each new hire we train, each desktop or site support analyst that educates a caregiver on using Uperform, that value and the impact of Uperform continues to grow. That's awesome. So how has this transformation been received? You know, with that high of an adoption, I, I'm assuming you've had some, you know, grassroots word of mouth um, feedback. Is, is there any feedback from your caregivers that you can share with us? We recently sought feedback and we found Epic analysts, practice managers in our ambulatory clinics, unit-based and clinical educators, um, all saying similar things. Their value statements had some similar threads of it's easy to access, the information is more specific to their role and to their work, and it takes the mystery out of where to go to get help. Our instance of Uperform has become a really integral part of Epic upgrades and project implementations. But between turnover and healthcare workers being constantly inundated with information, research, best practices, changes in procedures, you know, new protocols, et cetera, what we've done so far, while it is really great, you know, we still can't coast. We have to face the challenge of continuing to stay relevant and useful. We don't want to fall out of sight and be out of mind. I think the work that we've done these last two years has provided us, though, with a really solid foundation um, upon which we can build in the years ahead. And I'm really excited to see where we go in our journey to continue to support caregivers in providing exceptional care. I could not have wrapped that up better myself. That was fantastic. Uh, you know, we don't want to be out of sight or out of mind. And I think that if every health system adopted that as part of their IT training model, I think we'd see a really significant shift. Jen, thank you so much for taking the time to share this story with us today. And I, I think there are so many nuggets here that listeners can take away. Thanks again. Oh, truly a pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity to be here.